to an, our first season of Cosmic Awareness, and I have a special guest today. But first, I would like to introduce myself. I am Sophia Lena Baldock, and I am the host of Cosmic Awareness. And I am a um, quantum, quantum bioregenerative metaphysical alchemist. And I know that sounds like a mouthful, but <laughs> um, that's pretty much what I do in a nutshell. Um, I have been doing um, this type of work for a very long time. I'm also a spiritual teacher guide. And um, I have many um, healing sessions on my web website. Sorry. <laughs> um, so... You can find me on Intuitive Spirit Regeneration on Facebook or on Instagram. And my special guest today is the lovely Miss Constance Ale. I hope I said that right. Yes, you did. <laughs> okay, perfect. So what is it that you do? And um, well, first of all, maybe I should just mention... We are going to be talking about conscious relationships and how to embody them today. Um, Constance is going to give us some beautiful tools to help embody, and we'll just have a wonderful conversation. And um, yeah, so there you go. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, well, thank you for having me here. It's, it's a deep honor, and I I love to talk about relationships. I am a relationship psychic and coach so I've been working with mostly women in really connecting to their inner power their self-love and basically like you said embodying the relationship that they want to call in so they can effectively attract the the right match for them their soulmate their their perfect match that's so, awesome yeah that's I, I know that it's kind of sometimes hard for a lot of people to understand. They can get kind of trapped in um, different types of energy sometimes where they feel that, that they attract a specific type of person. So when you have a client that comes to you, you help them sort out that kind of um, idea so that they can attract the ideal partner that they want to have in their life. Right. Absolutely. Absolutely. Awesome. That is amazing. Um, first of all, I kind of would like to um, talk a little bit about what a conscious relationship is for those of you that may be new to that term. Um, for me, and I'll let Constance answer as well from her standpoint, um, for me, a conscious relationship is the um, idea of being able to be aware of your actions and how they affect your partner, being aware of where your boundaries are, also with a partner. Also, for, for me, it's, it's um, knowing exactly what you want in a, in a partner and basically creating that um together as a as a couple um and and when when you can 
be on the same wavelength as your partner, it actually empowers you both to always strive to be the best version of yourself. Okay, that's my, that's how I feel. Um, Constance might have something different to say, but how do you feel about what a conscious relationship is for you? That, uh, I love the way you worded that. That was like so beautifully spot on. I, I definitely feel all of those components for me as well. And being able to be consistent with your own energy because your own energy can lead the communication and can lead the interactions so when we are conscious about like you said our our own boundaries and our own love practices and our own awareness of how we're viewing the relationship it creates massive change when we can have that awareness and when we can consciously create empowered communication heart-centered actions and really Mm -hmm. just yeah be on that same wavelength together for for each of us yes yeah I I sometimes share little experiences with 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 my um with my audience or with um my clients and I know you've gone through some things yourself, um, just going by some of the posts that you've written on Facebook. Um, for myself, my my relationship has not always been conscious. Um, it took a long time for my partner and I to achieve that um, and him to be on the same wavelength as me. Um, but it also, for me, I had to allow it to come into fruition. And I think that that's important to, you know, be, be gentle and kind with yourself, but also be gentle and kind with your partner as well, mm-hmm. because sometimes it might just be that they're just not ready at that moment, but it doesn't mean that they won't be. So I just wanted to put that in there. Mm, I love that. So, so is there anything that you would like to um, talk to our listeners today about some tools or um, where to even start. Um, Say you're at a, you keep attracting the same type of partner and you're, you're just not going anywhere and you want to know, you want to achieve better or you want to be more successful with what you want to achieve. Maybe you're not sure. How do you, um, What's one way or a tip that you can give the audience today that would help you achieve that? Yeah, beautiful question. So what I find for some people is that when we get super clear and honest with where we are at in this exact moment, like in, in the now, right? The now is where mm-hmm. the magic happens. Yeah, we can start to look through a lens that really reflects that the situation is mirroring back to us. I was working with um, I was working with one client, and she was attracting a lot of men who seemed to be on the dating sites more out of boredom, mm-hmm. and so they weren't 
they weren't all in. They were flaky. They didn't, you know, they didn't really give her what she wanted. And when we dove in deeper for her to get honest with herself, she was, (laughs) she was doing the same thing. She was on those sites, just feeling bored, thinking that maybe it was time to start trying to connect, but really she wasn't in that space. And honesty was the key for that, for, to be able to change that. Absolutely. Absolutely. I have to agree. I have had experience on that and the very same thing. Um, Is it just because sometimes people aren't ready to be on the dating scene yet? Is that why they become like flaky or they just are bored? Um, What's your experience with that? Um, Just from a different standpoint, I guess. Yeah. So yeah, either they, they really honestly, they don't trust the dating sites if they're on online Mm-hmm. And they really actually want to meet someone organically. So they're a little bit actually closed off to it or mm-hmm. they, or they are bored and thinking it's something they have to do instead of something they want to do. Right. Right. That's awesome. So basically um, what we're saying to begin is you need to have a conscious relationship with yourself first. You need to understand the cues of what happens um, when you start dating. Like um, you maybe ask yourself these questions. Um, why, what's your intention there? Um, what, what type of things are you looking to achieve? Um, just start building a base for you to become that strong individual before you take a step into the, um, the dating scene. Um, or if you're already in a marriage or relationship, um, how can we, uh, Constance, become more consciously aware so that we can take the next step to start be embodying that? Mm, yeah, beautiful question. I, I personally feel like when I am starting to allow my my thoughts to sink back into old patterns mm-hmm. it, re- it reflects in the in the relationship I currently am and when we can just become aware of our own energy and and fill that space with with more love and understanding it really helps your current partner be able to like you said if they're not ready they're not ready but it it creates that space for them to rise up and to co-create with you and become more aware of themselves and how they are feeding into some patterns also. Right, right. Um, quite, o- quite often I observe uh, couples really struggling with the whole, um, how do I keep my relationship alive? Um, they they're either somebody that goes away a lot for work or um, they get into this rut where it's like they do the same thing continuously Monday to Friday. There is no connection anymore. So what are some tools that you can give um, our listeners to help them create or set a, set a scene where they would like to create or maybe even step up one more level 
um, in business, we call that up leveling. So you can do that in your relationship, correct? I would yeah. think so. <laughs> for uh, sure. Up leveling, up leveling your relationship for for um, to always strive to be that, like I said earlier, that better version of yourself. Um, is there any tools that we can um, perhaps give our listeners today about um, or something that they, that you have like a like a ace up your sleeve or something that nobody really knows like a secret? You know what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah, yeah. So I feel like when, um, like if a relationship is getting stagnant or just feels like you are moving slowly, you're not making the time for each other, that I often go back into the energy of when things were new, mm-hmm. like what was what was the most exciting Yes, I love that. That is perfect. So what Um, can you do now to like, you know, reinvent that, like break mm -hmm. outside of the comfort zone and do something different with each other? Yes, yes. Uh, I I can appreciate that 100%. Um, uh, I've had to do that myself in my relationship a few times. Um, And it's quite easy search for us to sometimes get into that stagnant mode where it just becomes so familiar um even even with our relationships with ourselves sometimes um so it's always great to challenge your your um awareness by you know sitting down with even a piece of paper maybe jotting down um uh with yourself of what were the things that that Constance was saying the new what happened when you were in your relationship um let me see what's another question I can ask you you do you have any questions for for me you can ask questions too (laughs) let's make this fun (laughs) yeah so what um what has been your key tool to overcome um like a challenging situation in your relationship like what what's that thing that you pause and do because you know that it works and you know that this is going to alchemize the energy and right create a a harmonious outcome basically (laughs) oh that's a good that one's a good question that has actually been one of the biggest challenges of my um 20 some year relationship um for me and this i i'm going to share this with everyone because i feel a little vulnerable today which is a good thing and vulnerable is beauty um in the 20 some years that i've been with my partner um we've we've split several times we've gotten back together this last one nobody knew about except for a couple of people um and it was always hard to um, recenter myself to understand what got us there in the first place. Um, and it took me admitting to myself that there were a lot of times where, um, and I know a lot of listeners may be doing this as well, 
So this is just a kind reminder to everybody that always check in with yourself. If you're not feeling at your best um, in, in energetic um, alchemy or whatever you want to call it, um, if you're feeling like you're in a rep personally, it does transfer into your relationship. Mm. And it's, I wouldn't say separate that, but if there's something in your partner that they're showing you that they're going through, and you, you're the type of person like I used to be, which is an older version of myself. When I used to have energy come up that needed to be looked at, um, I would always not run and hide from it because that's not the correct wording I would like to use. It became such a thing that would come up in my face that I would get angry at it and I would just not want to deal with it a hundred percent so it's what is your partner actually showing you um for me it was that I didn't want to see him angry all the time he he was pushing energy projecting at me and I didn't like that so I decided I was going to run um this last time we were only separated for a couple of three months and like I said, nobody knew about it. I wanted to keep that private um, because it was it was a huge transformation period for me. Um, so a tool that I could use is always check in with for yourself, within in with yourself. So I do get a little off topic sometimes, but check in with yourself. If you are not feeling um, well within your own energy. How do you expect your partner to respond to that? Um, you may need some space and that's okay. Um, but just when we embody this type of conscious relationship, you have to be aware of your own feelings and how that affects your partner as well. Because these, your, your, your feelings and your opinions do affect them as well. But make sure that you are who you are. And don't change for anybody else. Sorry if I rambled. Beautiful question. <laughs> I love that. Yes, it's 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 sometimes very very difficult for um, healers like like you and I to come forward and talk about our raw moments and what happens behind closed doors because quite often it's it's it it feels like an embarrassment. It shouldn't be an embarrassment. It happens to everybody. Everybody goes through their stuff, right? Mm-hmm, absolutely. <sighs> Let's see. What else can we talk about today? Um, is there any any type of um, good way that people can um, embody the the relationship exactly? Oh, how am I even asking this question? <laughs> I want to get more in depth into that embodiment um, process. Um, because when we become aware of our relationship, what type of relationship we want, then it comes to the embodiment. So I find always that there's a transition period between the embodiment and sometimes we can get 
uh, stuck in that area? I think that's where I was going with that question. Um, so is there any way of, for, for you, if, if I was a client coming to you and saying, Constant, I know what type of relationship I want, but how do I, what's the next step? Because I feel like I'm stuck in some energy or I feel like I'm looping in, in these thought patterns or experiences where I, I know that I, what, what I want, but how do I go and grab it? Yeah, that, and that's where so many people are. And that's where you said bridging the gap between the um, awareness and then the embodiment. Mm -hmm. And yeah, so for, for a lot of people who are in that space, the best thing that I could say is to really focus on feeling those feelings inside of your body, feeling the feelings of what you want inside of your body. So I know that for, for some people that I work with, they really want to be, be super cared for. They want to feel adored so in what ways can you bring those feelings into your life right now right right um and okay so so this i'm gonna just dive into that question a little deeper what do you suggest when um a client or if i came to you and you gave me that answer and i said constance i've tried everything that you've said why can't i seem to get move forward what is it like what am I missing do you ever find that people sometimes and I don't like to use the word struggle but in this case this is going to be the only word that I can figure it out is that they constantly struggle and they can't they can't let go is it do you find that they they go with uh, most of them are afraid to embody or Mm -hmm. is it more of a that because they become so exhausted from you know overthinking right absolutely there's definitely both of those and sometimes we dive deep and we uncover deeply rooted fears of why they don't want the relationship okay and other times it is that they they are overthinking and it's time to just sink back into just nurturing themselves and just falling in love with themselves and mm-hmm. with where they're at right now and just just go into the space of a full acceptance and sort of let let it go a little bit you know right right um let me see i am thinking do you have another question mm. <laughs> <laughs> we really it's really been so rich <laughs> like we're getting like to those key points I love it <laughs> I yeah me too I I, I really want to make this very clear to everybody the reason I chose constants is because it becomes I'm seeing and this makes me super sad and it makes me want to cry actually a little bit and I might get a little emotional when I speak my my um, awareness about this but it's okay I have watched far too many people ditch beautiful and um, masculine and feminine relationships because they are afraid 
of 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 so many different things. Mm-hmm. Uh, they don't want to try. Um, and I'm not and I'm not saying that 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 um, you can't do that, but I've seen so much divorce and split up and heartache, and it's really hard on the kids. Um, I can say that a hundred percent with my own awareness, my both of my my children, I have two beautiful boys, and it has affected them every time. Um, I did move down to Denver for four months last year, and that was very hard for them. Um, and, um, so this is what I mean. You just, I mean, check in with yourself, make sure that you're always doing things for the best of your ability. And just because you may think that the relationship is done, doesn't necessarily mean that it's, that it is, um, there are different qualities and I will talk about these in other podcasts because it seems like um, sometimes a lot of people are in like, um, here's a good question for you, Constance, now that we're talking about it. What do you, what do you suggest if a, if a client comes to you from a very abusive, narcissistic behavioral patterning that, that is in their partner and they are... Um, they are very afraid. Um, at first, they're just a hard, um, I would say, a hard-shelled person. But once you get through the the shell and you're able to talk and work with them, do you do do you have you ever had somebody that um, has come to you in that type of situation? Um, I I definitely have, and I've worked through that personally myself also. And I feel like in that situation, like, it's always best to take baby steps towards towards deeper self-love, baby steps towards in what ways can you support yourself in, in building some courage, building a support system around you, mm-hmm. and building, continue to start stepping in the direction of the life that you want and that bridge is so building that confidence knowing that you're loved and knowing that you're safe to leave if you need you're you're safe to leave you will find a pathway out Mm -hmm. interesting that thing was cutting in and out (laughs) can you say that yeah can can you remember exactly what you said um, and 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 um, re say it again. Yeah, let me. <laughs> okay, let me tune in. So in those situations, I feel like there's a bridge that we have to cross over to get into the space of of feeling like we can have a better relationship. Mm-hmm. So some of the steps to get there would definitely be creating a support system around you like what what can you do to support yourself through this process of of leaving Mm -hmm. what can you do to build more confidence and courage just in every day in every moment I you know like what can you do to nurture yourself affirmations can you can you hang out with friends more who support you like just fill yourself up while you're crossing over this bridge okay. of leaving. 
Awesome. Awesome. Yes, exactly. Now, have you ever um, had a client that has come from that kind of a relationship, um, gone back and it has shifted? I'm curious about that. I like to dive deep into that kind of stuff because I'm very curious um, because everybody suggests that narcissists can never change their behavior patterns. And I have witnessed changes in some people, and it's it's been a very interesting process. But I'm trying to, I guess, trying to figure out how it differs, because some, some narcissists or people that are in divine unions or whatever you want to call it, and... The, the, the husband is completely and he will not shift at all mm-hmm. um, so have you ever been in a situation where it has worked out where it has shifted mm, I I wouldn't say full circle no okay. yet but I'm, I'm I'm working with someone who is they are still in sort of like a support friendship role with with uh-huh. their ex and um and working with her it's allowing her to keep her boundaries safe right. and honored and pull back if they're not honored and allowing her to check in with herself daily if this is and empower herself with um if she's wanting to communicate cuz there's still a lot of love there and she's seeing him go through his own growth but you know she yeah Yeah. and she's allowed to step away while he grows and you know she could be the client where Uh he does go through a lot of growth and she she goes back to him and it's changed right so I'm not suggesting everyone that it this is you have to stay okay in in any Mm -hmm. type of relationship that's up to you that's a choice um, and, and I'm going to put this in here too, and I will talk about this maybe in another podcast further, but everybody has choices that they need to make in every given moment. And then when you're present, you always are faced with a choice with every experience and, and part of the embodiment of a conscious relationship is making that choice. You start off and you make that choice. Um, and you ask yourself, what choice would be a higher version of myself or what choice would be a lower version with myself? It's up to you. And when you make a choice, it's either going to pull you in that one direction or the other. And I find that if we choose and embody um, the lower version, it pulls us into all these different um what my business partner in the U.S. calls scenarios, she she says that um, or experiences where you just you feel like you're getting trapped and looped and all this other stuff going on. So then you have to make a choice. Like we don't have to accept what's going on around us with our relationship. Absolutely not. So I always encourage my um, clients and my listeners to embody the um, highest version of yourself and always make choices. And I know you do too with your, with your um, 
discussions on Facebook. And guys, if you guys w- uh, want to follow her, she's an amazing person to follow. She does these beautiful Monday night intuitive lives and 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 stuff. And you know, she's a couple of times asked me some some questions, and I've just really had to sit and think about I mean I'll respond to her right away but I've had to think about it in a deeper way because it's like okay I'm okay with that answer but hmm why did I (laughs) it's always that why do I feel this way um so with relationships and in tuning in with your own energy and in your own present moment and these boundaries and honoring your boundaries Um, When your partner does overstep a boundary of yours, how do you respond to that? What's a good way um, if your partner responds to you in a a negative way for you to stay in present moment without getting into an argument over it, even though you know they've overstepped? Because sometimes I know that being raw and 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 whatnot from past experiences it's so easy for us to get into an argument right away so mm-hmm. how can we stay present <laughs> and not <laughs> get, get swept under under that um that undercurrent because they're fishing around to um See, and that's something that I'm curious about, too, and what your standpoint is, is because I can see energy coming at me um, when uh, I have this experience with my partner, and he tries to undercurrent sweep me up and get me into an argument, and it's very crafty. I can see it coming. (laughs) So I go, brace yourself, Lena, brace yourself, and not always does he get the reaction he wants. <laughs> right. So what's a what's a tool or what's something that you suggest to your clients that would help them stay present when or even when you're frustrated? Ah, that's another way we can ask that question too. What's a good way of helping you as a person to become more consciously aware when you are frustrated, not to project your feelings towards your partner? Right. Yeah, that's, that's been the art of (laughs) the art of life and relationships. (laughs) For sure. I find, um, honestly, if, if it works out where you can just simply sort of witness them and take space, (laughs) right, take take space for you both um, Mm -hmm. before you go deeper into communications. I, like honestly that's just like very helpful <laughs> you can just step back <laughs> right but, like like it like a take a two-minute breather or something or yes find another distraction yeah. distract yourself <laughs> yeah and then you can go you can get a breath of fresh air put your hands on your heart find your heart awareness and really you know pull out your journal if you need and then just you know, because you can just communicate that just like, I, I just need to take a moment to, yes, for myself to, to think about this or to, to really process this or before we can talk about this further, you know? Right. Yes. I love that. I love that. 
Yes, and, and sometimes even those of us that do this stuff, sometimes we can easily forget that. So that's a good reminder for everyone um, to um, put that in your little belt. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I come from an age where um, there was a lot of arguing done and when the, and when the um, it does affect a child when you have to listen to your parents you know, shut mm-hmm. each other out and not. So kind reminder, everyone, when you are in a relationship with somebody, just be aware a hundred percent of how you feel um, um, from your standpoint, but also how to hold space for your partner. Uh, sometimes they can be triggered um, by an experience that they went through at work. Sometimes they can be triggered by something that you said, mm-hmm. and it reminds them of what happened when they were a child. Um, remember just to hold space for them and just to love them anyhow, even though they're angry at you, that that, that anger doesn't stay. Um, yeah. My that. husband and I personally like to joke at each other. We, we joke a lot, um, but um, I find craving more intimacy so let's let's talk about that for a few minutes um, before we are finished here Um, intimacy Um, I'm sure that you talk about that with your clients a lot too and intimacy isn't the same as having sex Um, Mm -hmm. for me for me with intimacy it's super important that my partner and I have deep intellectual conversations. He mean he didn't like that at first, but I told him that that's a stipulation of mine. I I do require a lot of intimacy and you know getting to know him more on an intellectual level, mm-hmm. rather than just um, conversations about how hey how's your day. I I crave that deep awareness. You know. Um, why did that make you feel like that? Or, you know, that kind of stuff or things that are going on with our world today. I, I, I feel that, um, and because I am, I, I talk a lot about alchemy and metaphysical stuff. Um, (laughs) he does a lot of, um, he does a lot of, of, um, thinking and processing. So, how can we be intimate with our partners um, without expecting um, a physical connection? Because I feel that nowadays that's what people are more craving is that intimacy. And, mm-hmm. and I think a lot of people mistake intimacy for that physical attraction still. And while you can have both, it's, it's that... I guess that intimacy intimacy component that I think a lot of relationships are lacking. So what's your what's your viewpoint on that? Yeah, intimacy it is it takes some opening and some vulnerability to really <laughs> deeply share and to deeply listen and to hold space for just for that connection Mm -hmm. when we can allow our partner and ourselves to share without 
expectations and just to simply like listen and to simply be there with each other without without yeah having like the need for for certain expectations we can just have more presence Mm -hmm. and have more connection I love that that's awesome okay well I think that this conversation went really good despite a couple of hiccups um in in the recording (laughs) but that's what editing is for right yeah. <laughs> um, so I really would like to say thank you to you, Constance, for joining me today and having this conversation and being our first official guest. Yay! Yay! <laughs> I'm so deeply honored. <laughs> um, I am going to be doing more of this. So if um, you guys have any questions for Miss Constance, um she is on Facebook. I will be uh, posting the link to her website um, on my Facebook page. And um, so you guys can con- contact her if you wish. Um, but uh, she does such beautiful work. And I am so deeply honored that she um, decided to collaborate with me. Coming up next week. We have um, Daniel Thompson coming on to talk about um, something different. Um, and we will be, um, again, uh, recording on Wednesday, and then I will post it on Thursday. Um, if you are a healer or any type of um, holistic coach or practitioner of any sort and would like to collaborate, please feel free to message me or email me at intuitive spirit regeneration at gmail.com. And again, I would like to say thank you to Constance for um, coming online with us today. And if there's anything that you would like to add, feel free. Oh, I, I, I so appreciate being here. I, I love it. And it's a relationship. They're such a journey and they come in all flavors. And so you're (laughs) wherever you are in your current relationship or attracting relationship, you are, you're not alone. And it's not always the easiest path when we can stay connected to our hearts through it and be open and aware of our own projections and patterns and also just really deeply deeply love ourselves have fun Mm. with yourself with with just being the the best version of you you can be who is experiencing pleasure and fun and joy and emotions and just let it roll roll through you and yeah just allow yourself that kindness and forgiveness when you need to also absolutely and bring back imagination into your relationship I forgot to put that part in there imagination is key if you have an issue with getting your 
your partner something just because um, use your imagination. Um, women love thoughtful little small gifts of of um, I, I I don't e- I don't even know how to even say that um, and men too sometimes mm-hmm. take a step out of the box women and and, and and ladies and goddesses or whatever you want to call yourself go get yourself go get your husband some flowers just because they're guys doesn't mean that they don't like flowers I mean yeah. come on I was, oh, I was just reading a book the other day it, and like it was in the 80s or 90s but the men in the book were saying that they are actually more craving romance than the women <laughs> and I don't know if it was part of the time really? but we did yeah we don't think about that at all he was so adamant that men want yeah. more romance than women but, so, so. But, I, but I've also noticed that the 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 um whole role shifting of the men the female and the men are um taking different positions now and um yes. it's it's very interesting to observe um i haven't gotten my husband uh flowers personally because he's got an opinion about that <laughs> so i just let him have that boundary but they can appreciate something you know so small like um it and and it can just brighten up their day I make sure to tell my partner every day that I appreciate him because he works very hard and um and to support us and and um I do what I do and I do as much as I can but remember ladies and and men appreciate your partners for what they do just show them that gratitude daily because that shifts the relationship completely I've mm-hmm. noticed that as well um, um, with the ex- expression of gratitude um, you don't always have to say I love you 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 don't always have to give them that hug but sometimes just saying I appreciate you and I am so grateful for for this wonderful meal that you made um, just even something like that kind small gesture can flip the script and shift the relationship so this is going further and deeper and and embodying that that conscious relationship and just really appreciating so treat your partner exactly how you wish to be treated so if you wish your partner to say oh this is a wonderful meal i appreciate this this is so good it's hitting the spot say that to them when they do something um if they if they do some dishes or if they mop the floor, say thank you. Remember to appreciate them because it's, it, it does. It takes energy. And sometimes after working a long day, whether you be a man or a woman, and ha- just to hear that, you know, you're going the extra mile and you're cleaning just to keep your space, um, you know, clean is a beautiful thing. Absolutely. So, I, yeah, I love that. Yes. And, and, and I'm, I'm so, I love that article that you just shared because it goes along with the flowers. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, coffees, coffees, ladies, sometimes men just like appreciate a cup of coffee, like um, 
go when you're going out shopping and you come home, bring them a cup of coffee. It might be unexpected, but you know what? That's just an idea. You don't have to shower them with gifts all the time, but you know, it's, it's important. And men, it's important. Um, we, we use our words consciously to lift each other up and not tear them down. Um, even though if we may be angry, it's, it's, it's important. Um, because there's a wounded little girl or a little wounded boy in, in each of us um, mm-hmm. to some degree. And it's important that we um, help them understand and know that it's okay. All right. Well, I am going to say thank you all for tuning in and join us again on November the 14th for our next podcast. And I will um, post the links. I know I always have a hard time saying goodbye because I like talking. <laughs> As I'm sure Constance loves talking too. I'm sure we could talk all day. If we oh, yes. But we both have other things to do today. So I wish you all a beautiful day and uh, we will chat soon. And thank you, Constance, again for joining us today. You are so very welcome. Thank you. I appreciate you. Thanks. Mm-hmm. <laughs>